Hi, welcome back to Dissectable Me. It's Sam this week, and I'm going to try to talk about all of the major arteries of the body to give you an idea of where the blood goes from the heart and how it gets everywhere. So we're going to cover some major terms and some major blood vessels in less than five minutes. That's the challenge. I should be able to do this okay. I don't want to rush, though. I don't know if you've noticed, but Chris and I are having a bit of a battle of our microphones as to who can sound better each week because we record in separate places. Hmm, I reckon I sound pretty good this week. Okay, here's the clock. Five minutes to go. So we've looked at the heart and we saw two major arteries coming out of the heart. We have the pulmonary trunk and the aorta. The pulmonary trunk comes out of the right side of the heart, that is the right ventricle, and it passes posteriorly and it splits into left and right pulmonary arteries. That's the easy one. That sends blood to the lungs. They're big blood vessels because the lungs are going to process a lot of blood. Now, the left side of the heart sends blood out to the aorta and it's the aorta that's the really big artery because it's going to send blood to pretty much the entire body. As the aorta ascends and curves around, we see the arch of the aorta and it has three major branches running from it. The brachiocephalic trunk, the left common carotid artery and the left subclavian artery. Now the brachiocephalic trunk passes over to the right side of the kind of the base of the neck and then branches into the right common carotid artery and the right subclavian artery. So it kind of offsets the aorta moving over to the left side. All right, brachiocephalic trunk. Brachio, brachium, refers to the arm, to the upper limb, cephalic or cephalic to the head. So let's think about the, the carotid arteries and the subclavian arteries. Right. So the subclavian artery then, that dives into the armpit, changes its name and becomes the axillary artery, leaves the armpit, changes its name again and becomes the brachial artery in the arm, kind of running a little bit um, medial to the bicep. And as the brachial artery passes to the anterior part of the elbow it divides into the radial artery and the ulnar artery and these run all the way to the hand. Um, the common carotid artery back up in the neck that sends up in the neck and then divides into internal and external carotid arteries. Now the external carotid artery remains Kind of external, but external to the skull and supplies blood to the face. It's the internal carotid artery that's going to dive inside the skull and become the middle cerebral artery and give off a branch that is the anterior cerebral artery and supply blood to the brain. The other really important artery that it gives off is the ophthalmic artery and that's going to go into the eye. Now, if we go back to the subclavian artery, here's a cool one. The subclavian artery gives off the vertebral artery and that runs up with the cervical vertebral bones in the neck and runs into the skull as well, gives off a number of branches, but probably most importantly, becomes the posterior cerebral artery also supplying blood to the brain. Uh, we'll revisit that in the future. Back to the aorta. As it descends through the thorax, it gives off many branches, largely intercostal arteries and that sort of thing. But when we get into the abdomen, we get to some really important branches. The aorta in the abdomen gives off three anterior arteries, the celiac trunk, 
the superior mesenteric artery and the inferior mesenteric artery. Those arteries will supply blood to the gastrointestinal tract. Um, so if one of those gets blocked, that can cause ischemia in, for example, the small intestine, and this can be life-threatening. So those anterior branches are really important. Now, also in the abdomen, we see some lateral branches. We see a large pair of renal arteries running to the left and running to the right, and those run to the kidneys. And the kidneys, like the heart, are supplying blood uh, for processing to the kidneys. Now, some smaller vessels, but well worth mentioning while we're up here, are the gonadal arteries. These may be testicular or ovarian, and they run uh, down to the testes or the ovaries. So they start in the abdomen and they run all the way down to the gonads. There are other small branches up here, but we're not going to talk about them right now. The aorta ends as the two common iliac arteries, left and right. They descend a little way and then divide into an external iliac artery, which is going to run into the lower limb, and the internal iliac artery that's going to run into the pelvis and supply blood to all the viscera in there. The external iliac artery, as it runs into the lower limb, changes its name, becomes the femoral artery, finds its way to the back of the knee, changes its name and becomes the popliteal artery, and then splits and gives off uh, an anterior tibial artery and a posterior tibial artery which will run down the leg to the foot so that that wasn't too bad was it that was five minutes um, covering the general flow of blood through the arteries around the body if we look at these in more detail as we will in the future we'll find some cool themes like the circle of willis uh, giving some redundancy of blood supply to the brain and we'll find lots of arteries around joints forming collateral circulations and anastomoses and and that sort of thing and we will cover that in the future and we'll explain why all that stuff exists and how it can be useful okay Speak to you next week. Oh, well, really, two weeks' time, because Chris is going to do next week, isn't he? <laughs>